Hello? Hi. Hi. Is this uh, Students for Climate Action? Yes, it is. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for all your patience. I had to work out a couple streaming errors, but we are on right now on Twitch with the same <laughs> link that I sent over to you guys. Awesome. <laughs> so how is everyone doing? How is COVID and everything with the election? How are you guys doing over there? <laughs> Holding up. <laughs> yeah, that's the best words that you can say it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just clenching the jaw for three days, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how I feel as well. Yeah, so I was just giving the tree fam a little bit of an introduction to you guys, just saying a little bit about what you do, but I want to open up the floor to you all to just kind of give your own background and tell everyone listening what you guys are all about. Awesome, thanks. So we're so happy to be here. So basically, Students for Climate Action is a nonpartisan climate committee that helps students engage their elected officials to act on climate and support 100% renewable energy policies and initiatives. And we've done a, like a lot of work uh, recently because of the election. We've talked to so many um, incumbents and as well as, um, you know, new candidates as well, both Democrat, Republican, Independent, because we are nonpartisan and we emphasize that. And so we've been very, very busy. Yeah, especially with everything with this election, you guys must be running around like headless chickens, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> Just a little bit, right? Yeah. So what is some of the work that you guys have been, you know, doing right now in terms of, you know, the incumbents and, you know, what are some of those details on work that you guys are proposing to, you know, legislators or, you know, just working in general with the community around you? Yeah, so there's a few bills that we have. Um, so we've been uh, meeting with um, legislator on the state level and as well as the county and town level. So there's been tons of different bills that we've just been setting up meetings with assemblymen, senators, and trying to just gain sponsorship for um, all these bills. We have a green amendment bill and as well as a few others. So just trying to gain awareness and kind of um, motivate um, our elected officials to, to um, act on climate. That's incredible. Now, I don't know exactly where you guys are based. Are you out of Long Island, is that correct, in New York? So yeah, we did actually start on Long Island. We have a chapter in Massachusetts, Texas. We do have an international chapter right now in the Netherlands. Um, so we are expanding and it's our hope to right now kind of also expand in the tri-state area, specifically Long Island. Um, we have, Most of our chapters are in Suffolk County. We're trying to get, um, our goal would be hopefully to get everyone in um, all the high schools on Long Island to be to have a chapter, so that would be our goal. So I don't know if you guys knew this, and I honestly totally forgot until I went back to your website. I actually was born and raised in Selden, New York, in Suffolk County. So this is a nice full circle for me for sure right now that I'm <laughs> living up that you know, I'm able to talk to you guys. And, you know, if there's any kind of work that I can do from, you know, back at home, I know personally how much work there is to be done, especially with culture and, you know, to just get more advocacy. But it's just it's so nice to see our generation and, you know, the ones prior to it um, that are really starting to make this stand. You know, I'm really proud of the work that, you know, our generations are starting to do. So if I can help in any way to, you know, get those high schools, especially down in Long Island where I'm from, uh, you know, to get some more advocacy, I would definitely love to be involved with that. Oh, thanks. And we really appreciate it. And I, I've got to say, so just like introducing myself, um, I'm Christina. I'm, I'm a recent uh, graduate but I just became uh, one of their newest program coordinators. So I'm very new to this, but some of the other um, people on this call who have been part of Students for Climate Action for a while, 
um, maybe they can introduce themselves because they really should be on the forefront here because they've done some amazing work. You're so, all important. So yeah, let's uh, yeah. get everyone introduced. Why not? So Denasia, you want to start? Sure. Hi, my name is Denasia Tucker. I'm 18 years old and I've been working with Climate Action for a few months now and I'm a senior at William Floyd High School. Awesome. Very, very cool. Thank you for what you do. Um, hi, my name is Catherine Sturber. Um, I'm 17 years old and I am the president of the William Floyd chapter. Thank you guys so much for all you do. Seriously, uh, you know, it really humbles me to see you know, people from where I'm from, you know, really doing amazing work. So that, it's really wonderful to see you guys standing up for the climate. Yeah. And Christine, one more. Uh, hi, I'm Christine. I'm a senior from Seychelles High School, and I'm also the president of the Seychelles chapter of Students for Climate Action. That's amazing. So I do want to ask on another note, what, um, what are like some of the results that you guys are seeing in the high school? Like, how are the other students responding to the work that you guys are, you know, promoting over there on the student level? Well, we have trying to encourage uh, our other students to join our organization and to get our voices heard. Um, and so, yeah, we to get a good amount of outreach from not just our own schools, but schools on Long Island as well. And, you know, we're just trying to grow our organization and to um, really put the youth voices in the forefront, especially on Long Island. Wonderful. Do you guys, just out of curiosity, just because I have a little bit of an echo on my side, do you guys have your phones next to each other? Uh, no, we're actually all in our separate houses right now. That's so weird. <laughs> I'm getting a little bit of a weird echo, so I apologize on that end, but I do hear okay. you guys okay. Um, yeah, so that's a that's a really amazing to hear that people are really starting to, you know, stand up there as well. In terms of the, um, you know, the lawmaker side, would you guys say some lawmakers, you know, whether Republican or Democratic are really starting to, um, you know, really just listen for the most part and just really try to hear these ideas for, you know, generations to come? I definitely would think so. Um, we have talked to many Republican incumbents and also Democrats, and it seems like they all are in favor of at least supporting the youth and the um, and us having a voice. So they're always willing to talk to us. And I think we gain a lot of respect on on both sides of the political spectrum. So it's really, really encouraging to see this nonpartisanship. Um, and yeah, so it's just been really exciting to be a part of. That's amazing. Now, do you think that, um, you know, in terms of them listening to all of the ideas, um, are they like starting to sign certain things in action and stuff like that? Or is that kind of still too early to tell? Well, we have um, a few um, elected officials um, this past month in September as well. And we're seeing kind of conflicting views on certain policies that we've been like introducing them to. For example, we um, have talked to them about fossil fuel digestion pretty much what that does. It helps limit the investments of public pension funds and fossil fuel companies. So we have had meetings where um, some elected officials have said that they have already co-sponsored or supported um, this act. And there also were a handful of officials that just didn't really agree with the implementation of this act. So what we've been trying to do is 
introduce them to the, you know, various policies and legislations. You know, we're trying to push them to help support it for it to eventually pass um, into our state. Okay, yeah, that, that's really wonderful to hear as well, just knowing that, um, you know, unfortunately, the way that it works is there's a lot of lawmakers that really aren't going to, you know, listen, and it's it's really tough to just kind of get them to have on a, you know, one-to-one, just, you know, respect the speaker talk to actually, uh, you know, really just hear you guys out for the most part. So, you know, it's just one of those things where it's a battle for sure, and, you know, it definitely takes time, but I think the more that we, you know, keep grinding in that way and the way that you guys keep just presenting and, you know, showing face the most that you guys can in front of them to say, hey, you know, we're not going away and this is something that we really care about. And, you know, I think especially from, you know, certain lawmakers, you know, point of view, I think it's also really important to stress that once they kind of realize that, you know, environmentally friendly isn't just, you know, a cool or the right thing to do, but it's also economically feasible in pretty much every sense of the word for a sustainable society. Um, I think that's really what gets people on board, you know. So have you guys had any, you know, success in terms of pitching to lawmakers in certain ways? Like what are some of the things just out of curiosity, because it would be interesting to hear what are things that really spark them and like really get them to, you know, put that extra step forward, if you know what I mean? Um, I mean, from talking to like a bunch of elected officials, I have heard, um, I really like that the youth is reaching out and that's really impressive. So I feel like being so young definitely, um, you know, works in our favor. Um, it definitely like stands out to them and it, you know, they use that as like a, oh, well, if they're doing it, then I should too, you know? Yeah. Anyone else, or? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like us being youth and um, just showing that how much we care and showing up and doing things to actually implement change. I think it actually is inspiring the older people and just people in office to um, really understand the how serious this is and how much something needs to happen. Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's definitely great to hear as well. Um, I also wanted to ask you guys, what really what really like fuel like fueled your personal flames to you know stand up for this what kind of impact have you guys had you know on a personal level to you know really make this stand out for you because i I think it's just very important for you know everyone that's going to be listening to this podcast that you know comes from all different kinds of backgrounds and we all have a different connection with the earth to kind of just show that it you know there's a seed that kind of gets planted with all of us who share this interest and i would love to kind of hear what your you know personal seeds on this impact were to be in your own lives i think Um, that um we have felt some sort of effect um from climate change especially since we live on long island um so i think we have all seen kind of the firsthand um you know impacts from climate change um on here and at least for me personally i've been inspired by other youth activists other youth leaders especially Greta, and seeing that someone around their age is, you know, concerned just like us, but not just concerned, she's helping to amplify her own voice, she's helping to amplify the voices for communities that are, you know, getting impacted by climate change at such a detrimental level and to, you know, such a significant degree. So, you know, seeing other youth leaders um, being part of this and fighting for climate action um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great example, and I think it inspires all of us in, you know, many different ways to also amplify and use our voices um, for the better.
Awesome. And what about um, the other two of you guys? I'd love to hear from you as well. Um, personally, I don't really like, okay. So what I got inspired by was, you know, you see the changes and, you know, the effects that it's having on not only Long Island, but other parts of the world, like the wildfires and, you know, the increase in storms and, you see that sometimes people aren't important people aren't really doing you know what they should be to help these people and you just wanna see the change. So I feel like that was definitely a part of my part of interest. All right. For me for me it was actually social media. Um I really didn't know much about climate action. I didn't know much about the issues. I always heard about it. And then seeing things on social media to raise awareness, like um, things like that are happening around the world. Like Catherine just said, like um, the not only the forest fires, but like the, the not only the sea, uh, Arctic melting, the seas rising, things like that. And just having only 10 years for, before it's irreversible, that made me want to do something because I'm going to be here in 10 years and so are my kids. Right, right. So like that just, that really um is what, fueled me to start doing something right right and, and i think that's one thing that really sparks all of us as well it's just you know you guys said it best we're seeing it right now and it it's very humbling to see that you know across the entire internet there's people from all ages standing together you know so i feel like if the internet wasn't a thing to the level that it is today i think we would be at a very you know different place and you guys probably agree with that but it's just so inspiring to know that we have this global community of people who care. And I think that's something that really just kind of shows that you're not alone. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, it just shows it's, you know, you're not just one person that, you know, can only make this little inkling of a, you know, impact of your one community when it's a global problem. It's, this is a global problem with a global amount of people that care. So, you know, the fact that you guys are trying to fuel those fires for more people that care to just kind of show that they're not alone is something that, you know, is very humbling for me to see. And, you know, definitely I'm proud of you guys on that aspect. Um, I also kind of wanted to ask you guys, uh, this is more of a little, a little bit of a fun question, but what would you say is your favorite part of nature for uh, each and every one of you? It could be a landscape, it could be an animal, but I just kind of like asking all of our guests that come on to Wooden Journey Radio to just kind of say one of their favorite parts of, you know, our share, our shared world. I guess I could start with that question because I have a solid answer for you. <laughs> okay. Um, that's kind of, that's kind of a pun. That's um, okay. But we love puns. Definitely, <laughs> um, definitely the rocks. Um, to be point blank, I I have a bachelor's degree in geology, so okay. um, my favorite part of nature is definitely the rocks and uh, the Grand Canyon National Park. I've been there a few times, and it's absolutely my favorite part. There's so much history, and it's so beautiful. So that's mine. Awesome, love it. <laughs> Um, I would say mine, mine growing up was the like oceans and the bays because I do live on an island. But um, as I got older and I started going, you know, more places around the United States, I started really falling in love with like mountains and, you know, landscapes like that. So, yeah. Awesome. And Denasia, I believe, right? Denasia, yeah. Um, my favorite part about nature is definitely the trees because um, one, we need them for oxygen and two, they just, yeah. they're so beautiful. Like from country to country, from state to state. And um, they're so big and like just so much, they have so much power and I just like to look at them. 
<laughs> that's a fair answer. <laughs> I think it's a very important part of that answer. That's okay. Because, <laughs> you know, in one way or another, you know, when you are able to visualize and see these different, you know, parts of the world, then, um, you know, it, it's definitely, it helps you make that personal connection. And, you know, in terms of all of those, I mean, I was actually just, you know, on another personal note, I was over in the Adirondacks the other uh, weekend and I was able to, you know, see a bunch of, a lot of rocks and natural landscapes. I was able to see a lot of trees and, you know, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to go there being from Long Island, but, you know, I'm someone who, you know, the highest point on Long Island is maybe something that you can like, it's a mini hill. So the fact that there's these massive mountains in our own home state that, you know, I've never been to in my entire life was something pretty surreal. So I definitely uh, recommend you guys to take a little trip up north when, you know, things settle down a little bit. <laughs> I had a little bit more of an easier experience since I'm a little bit closer now, but um, I think you guys would get a lot of, you know, joy out of that just, you know, on a person to person level. And I also wanted to ask you guys, um, where can we follow and, you know, find you guys to, you know, really keep up with everything up to date for students for climate action? So you can follow us on, um, we have social media. It's just our Instagram um, and Facebook and we have Twitter as well. It's just students for like the number four CA. So students for CA. Um, okay. And that's our main Instagram and every, well, most of the chapters are starting to create their own Instagrams as well. So our main account will follow those. So that's where you can find them. Um, and yeah, that's, it's pretty much at Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Awesome. Now, what kind of exciting work do you guys have coming up that, you know, if you had to say one or maybe two things that, you know, you guys could agree on, what would you say would be the, the main thing that you guys are really stoked to be doing with your organization? Well, we're trying to push for a student solar bill that's actually sponsored by Senator Monica Martinez. And so the okay. bill in general, what it pretty much does is that um, the current energy contracts right now um, have an 18-year buyback period. And so we have tried um, talking to our school districts and our high schools about potentially getting solar panels on our roofs. And most of them have turned down the offer because of this 18 year buyback period. But this student mm -hmm. solar bill specifically, it'll help extend the buyback period to 21 years. So schools can have a lot more time to pay back the, um, the cost incurred, you know, with the implementation of the solar panels on the roofs. So we're definitely still trying to push for this bill. We're trying to, um, you know, speak to our local elected officials and see if they can help support and push this um, in the New York State Assembly and in the New York State Senate. And so we're really excited about that. And we're hoping that, you know, in the next few months, in the next years, we can see this bill eventually get passed. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, if, you know, just thinking about, you know, my hometown, I went to, uh, you know, high school in Suffolk County myself, as I mentioned, and, you know, to be able to kind of see on, you know, that community level to kind of show the importance of renewable energy on, you know, a school, that's something that every single person shares would be, you know, monumental, that that would be just absolutely amazing. So that would be great to see. And in terms of, you know, I, I just really love to hear, you know, from your guys's, you know, generation, you know, I am the one right above it, you know, I'm you know, the, I'm the millennial and you guys, I guess, would be the Gen Z's <laughs> for lack of better words. But, you know, it's just, you know, the fact that, you know, I was able to get to, you know, where I am on, you know, TikTok and, 
I really think a large majority of, you know, our followers on there for, you know, obviously all their support, but I think a lot of them come from, you know, the 13 to 20, 21 age, you know, range. And I just, I try to put myself, you know, where I was and it just, it really guys, it feels like yesterday for me, just from, you know, I guess being the old guy in the room <laughs> point of view from there right now, but it's just, it goes so fast and to just kind of see where you guys are on like the point of what you guys are doing is just so incredible. You guys should be so proud of yourselves because when I was 18, like this is not stuff that I had in my head. It just was not, you know? So the fact that you guys are having your generation, you know, you guys are just putting so much into this as well. And you guys are caring about this and making advocacy is just absolutely incredible. I commend you guys so much. I'm like, this is definitely the challenge, you know, if not the most important one to me of, you know, what we're going to be facing in our world. But you know, I don't know about you guys, but I try to as negative as it can be in regards to climate change. I just think that it's also so important to stay positive on and kind of realize that this really is to me what like the best opportunity that this world has you know ever seen in you know humanity's history for the entire world to like stand together and fight on this issue. So I just try to look at it as you know the best possible way to unify you know, societies alike, not just in the United States, but, you know, elsewhere across the globe. So, and, you know, your generation is doing incredible work and just to hear, it just makes my, makes my heart very happy to see that, you know, other generations and, you know, schools and high schools of, you know, kids that, you know, this shouldn't be something that we face to begin with, but the fact that you guys at such a young age are, you know, taking that step forward, it just, it's very soothing and, you know, eases my mind a lot to <laughs> eases my mind a lot to see you guys doing this work. So I really appreciate that. And I also kind of wanted to ask you guys, um, you know, it could be a positive note, it could be a negative note, but just kind of, you know, trying to gauge where you guys think, you know, if you guys even want to, you know, speak for your, you know, your peers and your students and friends, where do you guys see climate change kind of being in five years? Do you guys see, you know, change coming on the political level? Do you, you know, I know obviously this last three days has been insane, but, you know, on the community basin with all the politicians that you see, do you guys kind of see the, the change coming in terms of the political stance? And do you guys also, you know, what do you guys think we're going to be dealing with, you know, five years out from now in terms of climate change? I, I think, um, like in, in terms of the political spectrum, on both sides, Republican and Democrat, they're both seeing that this has actually become on the forefront now. And it's something that as a whole, our country is starting to care about a lot more. So I'm really excited to see how um, both sides are going to start to have to collaborate. <laughs> um, but I definitely know um, on the, at least in New York state, on the local, um, on the local level and the state level, on both sides of the political spectrum, um, our elected officials have been um, you know, really motivated to make some change. So it's, it's really encouraging, at least on, on the state level, to see that. So I'm hoping on the federal level, and I, I, do, I do see it coming in the next few years, just seeing how much we've already done, um, even since like the 2016 election, where climate change really wasn't on like, you know, the agenda. Um, climate change was was on the was you know a topic on on the debates on um, all the debates actually so it was just really cool how we're starting to like, yeah. incorporate that into the conversation and how everyone is is talking about it um, no matter what their opinion is it, it's still just it's good to talk about it and that's definitely the yeah. first step so I can't even imagine what it's going to be in five years but it's it's definitely looking very hopeful yeah I mean and I want to touch on that point too before you know I'm sorry to cut you other 
um, you know, girls off, but it's just, it's so important to say again, you know, four years ago, we weren't even talking about this on the presidential level. Like, and that was, you know, on the Democrat side as well, you know, I try to stay as bipartisan as possible just because I, you know, feel like it's an important issue for all, you know, this isn't something that, you know, it's not a democratic or Republican issue. This is a humanity issue and it's for everyone. And it's just, it blew my mind four years ago that this wasn't even a question asked for the presidential debates, you know, and just wasn't even touched upon. And now four years later, we have every single debate from Republican reporters, you know, that's important to mention because you got to give them credit when it's right. due as well in terms of climate. They're bringing it up, you know, so it just goes to show if it wasn't important to Republican bases as well, these issues wouldn't be discussed at all as those questions being asked on presidential debate levels. So, I mean, on that alone, the awareness and the strides that we're making is insane. So I personally try to stay optimistic, knowing that we have this 10 year window left to just, you know, really make some change. So, you know, that being said, I also want to, you know, open the floor to the, you know, you other two girls as well to, you know, say what you guys think as well. Um, I definitely agree with uh, Christina that, you know, change has to happen on a federal level, but I also, um, think that it also like you know as citizens we have to do our part too um uh society has definitely played a major role in getting out the word that climate change is real and you know it's science it shouldn't be a belief um just like like at the, on the clock in new york city you know it you're we're putting pressure yeah. on everyone because change is needed and I definitely think that is going to play a role and social media as well. 100%. And Catherine? Oh, I spoke. <laughs> or is that everyone? <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to make sure we got everyone's points. Awesome. Um, yeah, so we have a 30-minute you know, window, so that gives us just about four minutes before our recording is off. But I wanted to give you guys you know, the last floor to just, you know, have a positive message and just, you know, if you guys wanted to tell your generation, you know, my generation and, you know, all other generations and the entire, you know, you know, our entire tree fam and tree community base for everyone that's listening, just some final remarks in terms of climate change and, you know, some optimistic news or, you know, anything that you guys want to share as our, you know, closing remarks, I'll let you guys, you know, give the final floor. Regarding... Yeah, well, I, I think um, <laughs> like um, regarding like what you what we were just saying, like um, I'm very optimistic for the future um, because I know that it's not just our organization, but several organizations fighting for climate action. We actually just got to meet with a town attorney. So like that's like all the towns in Long Island. So steps like that are going to push us awesome. forward tremendously. And I just think that um, things are looking good. We have a long way to go, <laughs> but we're definitely <laughs> getting there yeah we're, we're definitely getting there <laughs> and do you guys want to mention two other things uh, yeah well, to or? add on to what Denisha said um I definitely you know as youth we experience the deniers and the people that look down upon us because we believe in you know certain things but I definitely would say to just be active with everything and just get your voice heard because one day when everyone else is gone, we're going to be here and we still have to are going to have to fight because of other people. So just keep going and try to make the biggest difference you can. Awesome. Yeah, well said, guys. And it's it's um it's very weird timing. I don't know if you guys agree, but weird timing the fact that, you know, we're about to have 
a presidential, um, you know, decision, I think tonight as, you know, we're interviewing you guys about climate in terms of, you know, the political background of climate change. So, um, you know, this is a, a very important podcast and, you know, it comes at a crucial time in, you know, American history and, you know, politics. So, um, I just want to say thank you guys again for all of the amazing work from the bottom of my heart for everything you guys are doing and please keep it up. It's just so humbling to see that you guys are, you know, making these, you know, communities blossom in, you know, high schools and other schools across the, across the entire nation that are, you're really starting to advocate for, you know, our, our shared environment and earth and, you know, everyone who is here to share it. So I really commend you guys for all of your amazing work and please keep it up. And I hope to talk to you guys soon because this has been great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Absolutely, guys. Uh, stay in touch and we'll definitely have to collaborate on some Long Island schools. All right. I would love that. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right, guys. Take care and have an awesome rest of your day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you.